Hey there, Powder Keg fans. I'm your host, Matt Hunkler, and this is Powder Keg Igniting Startups, the show for entrepreneurs, leaders, and innovators building remarkable tech companies and careers in areas outside of Silicon Valley. Today is all about talent, how to attract it, how to retain it, and then how to cultivate it to build your team. Let's get started. If you've ever had a hard time finding the right hire for an important position in your team, you're not alone. Just look at the stats. 73% of employers are having a difficult time finding skilled candidates. That means talent acquisition is on everyone's mind, and you might wonder how to do a little bit better. I know I do sometimes. Let's hear what these six experts have to say about talent acquisition in tech. Of course, human resources and talent acquisition are two very different things. Don Lively is the COO at Fullstack PEO, a company that helps small businesses outsource their HR function. That means she understands the skills needed for effective recruiting and that they're different than the skills required for effective HR. A lot of times recruiting is let's find a warm body to fill an empty role that we have at this given point in time. If you're looking for talent acquisition, you're trying to find the right people, the right fit, the right roles to grow your company. One of my biggest pet peeves is when talent acquisition gets lumped into human resources. Because what we're talking about here as far as actual talent acquisition and really being deliberate about it and diligent about it and all of that, that is a full-time profession for someone. And it sometimes takes a very different skill set than a human resource professional who may be handling benefits, claims issues, maybe a strategic HR person just trying to help with organizational development. Every position interlines and is interwoven together very well. But when you take an HR professional and you say, oh, here, go do recruiting, I think that's doing both your talent acquisition a disservice and your HR professional a disservice. Someone in charge of hiring needs to be keeping an eye on new resumes, portfolios, getting to know people quickly. And those capabilities may not be part of a general HR employee's strongest skill set. That's why distinguishing the two at your business could be a key to better talent acquisition. And of course, talent acquisition is more than just recruiting. You have to have a system. Karen Saketa is the Vice President of Talent at Element3, an agency that prides itself on the ability to make brands stand out in order to drive company growth. Here's Karen sharing how the entire process of talent recruiting needs to be considered. In my mind, I picture sort of like the sales funnel that you would use um, in sales and marketing. And it's, it's the entire process from um, you know, the awareness of your company to the talent that's out there that you're trying to recruit. And then all the steps that go in between all the way down to the point where you hire and onboard that person. The average interview process in the United States takes 24 days. And stats show that 70% of applicants lose interest in a job after a single week. A good talent acquisition process is going to have many steps, so it needs to be efficient. A lot of times, talent acquisition can feel reactive, like you need that right person right now. I sat down with Fullstack COO Don Lively to talk about this very thing. Talent acquisition strategy is about having your roles defined, your roadmap of based on our growth, say you're a startup and you're growing an emerging company. What roles are you looking to fill this year, next year, the year beyond? What are the hard skills and the soft skills that you need for those people? But also then where do you see those roles and those people evolving as time goes on? And it's about having a bigger map 
than to just, oh, okay, right now, today, I need a per person to focus on my web content strategy. Looking ahead to what the future of a vacant position looks like will help you place talent today that can grow with your company tomorrow. How many times have you done something outside your job description? Consider what additional strengths your new hire will need in the future and try to find them now. When you post a job to look for that next new hire, of course applicants are always going to research to learn about your brand and about your company. 84% of job applicants said the reputation of a company is important in their decision to join the company. Here's what Jacqueline Cooley, who leads HR and talent acquisition at DriverReach, had to say about promoting your brand to a potential employee. So first you have to figure out what you're hiring for and figure out where those people hang out. Now it's where they hang out online. Um, so I've hired for a lot of different roles. For example, say you're hiring in sales. Where do those people hang out and what kind of message are you trying to portray to them? And first of all, what exactly are you trying to hire for? So first you figure that out, then you figure out where they hang out online, and then you go find them. And that sounds really simplistic, but as long as everything that you're saying matches up with the brand that you're portraying for your company online, then you're gonna have some success. It might seem obvious to make sure that recruits can find information about your company, but a lot of times it just doesn't happen. And if they can't find that information, data shows that 37% of candidates will just ignore the job posting completely. If you're trying to hire new talent at the moment, you may find out that your favorite candidates get snapped up for other roles before you can hire them. The market is hot right now. And Mike Seidel is the COO and co-founder of the recruiting platform Work Here. And he's shared a little bit of his market insight about why hiring is such a challenge at this specific time. Um, so, so in our world, uh, there's kind of two sides to it. We get to see a lot of our customers and how they recruit. We also have our own internal recruiting and how we do it. And what we've, we've learned uh, from working with companies that we have with work here is speed is underrated. Um, one of the biggest mistakes that companies make is they go slow when they recruit. And if you're dealing with a market, you know, if you look at unemployment, let's say it's 2.8%, that means there's not a lot of available people out there. And the best people, um, it doesn't take long in an interview process to realize I've got a good one here. And what happens with the best people is they go interview two, three times and start getting offers. And so if you go slow and you're not making an offer quickly, your chances of getting the best talent go down dramatically. Technology is drastically improving the talent acquisition process. And some of the key processes like job posting or resume collection and screening are completely automated. That saves hiring committees time so they can focus on finding the right fit among all of their options. Part of what makes talent acquisition a challenge for so many companies is all of the necessary steps. Either you include too many steps or you may leave some critical ones out. And it may seem silly, but a lot of times these are essential. Chief Client and Marketing Officer of Work Here, Chad Fife, described the common talent acquisition steps that their clients take, including which ones not to miss. The steps, number one, would be defining the knowledge, skills, and requirements of a job. What, it, what does a job require? Now, a lot of companies don't do that. They just say, I need a salesperson. Well, is it a SDR? Is it a account manager? Different skill sets. So I would say it starts with understanding the job. And that's what the recruiter needs to do. The next step is where are you going to find people? So to source candidates for that finely tuned job role, 
job description that, by the way, can take three months to do well, and companies pay $25,000 per high-volume role to assessment companies, that's the world I came from, to make sure that they've diagnosed and captured the skills and requirements and knowledge needed to succeed in that role. So, define the role, not a lot of companies do that. Source the talent, that's very hard to do. And then screen and interview. There's a whole science to that. There's something called adverse impact, which is do the types of screening activities or tests or questions, do they adversely impact a certain population? Do they adversely impact females? Do they adversely impact minorities? There's a way to do screening and selection that is right for the company and for the industry. And then I would say, let's onboard them and make sure you do a good job in the first. There are stats out there that say, when you don't meet with your manager and have a real, genuine, authentic conversation on day one, there are stats that show that you will leave the company. Clearly, talent acquisition goes far beyond the job posting, interview, and even the offer. 33% of new employees surveyed in 2018 quit their new job within 90 days, usually because the role wasn't what they expected or they didn't like their boss. So don't get caught up in the same trap. Talent acquisition is a different game entirely when merging with or acquiring other tech companies. Questions like how do the two cultures combine, what roles overlap, and the goals of the new organization will all inform this strategy. Haley Altman is the CEO and co-founder of legal document management tool Doxley, and she shared what she learned after navigating a few of these mergers and acquisitions. When you're thinking about an acquisition, I, I think the biggest thing you have to think about is, is, is like what are your ultimate goals? So if your goal is to just kind of exit your business and kind of move on um, and go to the next place, then, then it's, a, it's a different type of deal. But if you're trying to kind of build your business and combine with another company to see how that now combined product is going to go forward, there's so much more you have to think about. So you need to understand what the executive team at the new company is like. How do they instill culture into their people? Like it's so important because if you guys don't have values, you don't have to have necessarily the exact same values, but if you can't understand like kind of what their values are and find some way to have alignment, it's going to make for a really difficult transition, especially if your entire team is going on. So you want to understand when you position yourself for an acquisition, like what's your expectations? Does, do you expect that the new company is going to hire everyone that's going to be on your team? And do you understand, are you going to have to move cities? Are you going to stay where you are? There's so many things that can change the dynamic of like, how things can happen once a deal is done. Only 70 to 90% of mergers and acquisitions are actually successful. And one of the biggest drivers of failure is culture and turnover. As Haley discussed, tech talent acquisition and retention during a merger has to be approached with a lot of strategy to keep the business strong. Before you land your dream candidate, you need to do a fair amount of legwork. Don Lively is here again to talk a little bit about why your company needs to prepare for an interview process in the same way a candidate would. You need to do your background work, have your values in place, have your job profile established, have 
do your background work before you just try to find a person to fill a seat so that they know what they're coming into. It's as much about finding a fit for them as it is a fit for your company. So in summary, of course talent acquisition is about much more than just sitting down for interviews. It's a holistic process that needs every little piece in the right place from the first phone call to the job offer and beyond. Finding the right person takes time, but it can't take too much time. You have to balance your needs now and in the future with what the talent market demands. That's it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening and or watching. And a big thank you to all of our experts on the show today. For links to their social profiles and the resources mentioned in this episode, check out the show notes on powderkeg.com. And to be among the first to hear the stories about entrepreneurs, investors, and other tech leaders growing remarkable companies outside of Silicon Valley, subscribe to us on iTunes at powderkeg.com iTunes. Catch you next time on Powderkeg Igniting Startups.